Hey, this is ZZ for my latest sponsor, ExpressVPN. You know, Netflix has different content available to users depending on where they're located. Netflix has thousands of shows, but you can only get access to a fraction of that because of where you are. If you're utilizing Netflix without using ExpressVPN, it's like paying for a gym membership, but only being able to use the treadmill. So how does this work? ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want Netflix to think you're located. They have almost 100 different server locations so you can gain access to thousands of new shows. I'm talking like Star Trek, the original series on UK Netflix, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Canadian Netflix, Rick and Morty on French Netflix, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on Indian Netflix, the Harry Potter movie series on Australian Netflix, the list goes on and on. In the easy household, we utilize ExpressVPN and we've unlocked so much content that my family and myself can enjoy. But then you might be like, Eric, we can use other VPNs. No, 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 no. Listen, blazing fast speeds, stream in HD with zero buffering, compatible with all of your devices, phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, and it encrypts your data. ExpressVPN has the added benefit of encrypting your data so you can browse the web securely. Look, be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com Zane. Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash Zane to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Well, I know for, for the listeners, this was deemed the best article to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I thought the this was best. the worst the article. best. So it's, it's only downhill from here. That's not true because the next article is really good. You have talk to, about having some fucking optimism, Dave. You have to explain who decided no, that was the best article. All right, you, all right. You know what? You can all go fuck yourself. This is the last fucking rubbernecker, and I'm dead fucking serious. <laughs> go ahead, laugh it up, funny about? fucking boy. Laugh it up. I've had enough of your fucking donut jokes and enough of your other fucking shit. One guy doesn't show up. It's a big fucking thing. We got a prayer, right? Donut, donut, donut. Fat, fat, fat. Meanwhile, you're over there sucking on a fucking cigarette and everything. I, I try to do nothing. You motherfucker, don't do a fucking thing. You sit there on your ass. You make a couple things up, and then all of a sudden that. That's it. Nobody does nothing. We sit in here. We look like jerk-offs. Jerk-offs every fucking week. I try to make it a better show. And you know what? This isn't even fun anymore, and I'm fucking done with it. Robert Knackers is over. You can do whatever the fuck you want with the rest of you fucking guys. I don't care. But I've had enough of this fucking shit. Fuck is all. Do something fucking better if you can. You can't. Run the show. He's sitting there. Well, this is his first fucking topic. It's the worst fucking topic. And so you already are setting this up. What do you think? I'm a fucking moron? I know what the fuck you're doing. You think this is the first fucking time I've ever done something like this? You fucking assholes can go fuck yourselves. Every fucking last one of you. I've had it. I came in here. I was going to try to go through this thing. But if you're just going to sit here and try to make me the asshole out of this fucking show, go fuck yourselves. All of you. So did you so guys I hear Googled, about the woman um, who got uh, impregnated no, no, by no, a No, 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 we haven't doll? finished this article. Now, I'm done. Go fuck yourself. I'm leaving the thing. I'm not putting the show up. Shut the thing off. Give the fucking Patreons their money back. No, I'm fucking done. I've had enough. I've had enough of every one of you motherfuckers. When this fucking shit gets, stops being fun... I'm fucking done. So I hope you're fucking happy. Hope you enjoyed yourself. Go make a fucking podcast where somebody will actually lift into it with the rest of you fucking five morons. 
One, it never shows the fuck up. Enjoy yourself. I just have one thing to say. Go ahead. It's fish. Bye, motherfuckers. Hi, Eric. It's me, Saul. And uh, I'm recording more greetings for you. Hi, folks. This is Saul Grishop, better known as Blind Saul, and you're listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Hi, folks. This is Blind Saul, and you're listening to Mr. Ten, Eric Zane, on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Good morning. Blind Saul here. This is the Eric Zane Show podcast, where he talks about news, nonsense, and life's adventures. Congratulations, you've made it behind the paywall. This is the Eric Zane Show Patreon Podcast. Hi folks, this is Blind Saul, and you're listening to Are You Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia with my friend, Throat Slash Dale. Good luck. Bye. anybody be in a bad mood after hearing blind soul uh welcome i have senioritis that means you know i don't want i don't want to i don't know i mean we're getting getting ready to go on a little adventure with my uh, lovely wife the great state of california to visit family and friends for just a handful of days we'll be back with a fresh show on tuesday and that is going to be a stressful tuesday uh, well, when I say stressful, I mean busy because, uh, I'll have the show, I'll have the Patreon bonus podcast. Um, I have an interview at 2 PM here in this studio. Then I have to drive downtown Grand Rapids and host the huge show with Jeff Risden from Lions Wire. So I gotta, I'll be doing like the huge show all next week, not Monday, Tuesday through Friday, Jeff and I, I've uh, convinced Bill again to let me do that. So that is awesome. But this is like the calm before the storm because I'm getting this time away. Uh, An amazingly cute puppy pile behind me as Daisy is resting her head on Bruce. At least she was. The three of them are enjoying the morning and welcome into the show comes to you from the baldwin ace hardware fear bunker studio baldwin ace hardware a beacon of diy awesomeness in the northland okay so let me before i really start to get into the meat of what i want to talk about i did a horrible job of promoting dear meathead coming up today a horrible job and um I don't have any questions whatsoever. None for dear meathead. So, well, I turn to you, my beloved audience. In 54 minutes, dad will be in here. And you know he looks forward to this. And you know I look forward to this. Everybody looks forward to this. There is even a young lady 
who lives in the state of Maine. Actually, I have no idea if she's young, middle, old, doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. And uh, Her name is Nikki. Okay? Who loves my dad, but I think hates me. It's really unique. Um, some time ago, I got a message that um, someone signed up on, on uh, what do you call it, Patreon. And I, um, it didn't register with me at the time. Um, but then it all came together when, um, like last week, I got a question from this nice lady named Nikki. And uh, she had a question for Dear Meathead. And uh, that, that's the only question I actually have on Dear Meathead right now. Because uh, hers came in during the show, and I, I missed it. Uh, Nikki C. She writes, last Friday, the temperature was minus 40, Meathead, with the wind chill. I have three goats, and I made them come in the house because I didn't want them to freeze to death. Would you have done the same thing if they weren't in a heated barn? Other goat owners let theirs out in their stall and think I'm crazy. Absolutely love you and Joanne. Upon seeing this, I was like, wait a minute. I recognize that name. So I did a little cross-referencing, and then I determined that this is a person that I got into a huge Twitter war with back when I used to do that. And uh, I don't recall what it was about. Well, I have an idea. It has something to do with um, me dogging free beer and hot wings, something to that effect. Not exactly particularly sure about it. And uh, so... Maureen says cross-referencing equals stalking. Absolutely. But it, it went in my mind. I saw, I saw her full name. I was like, I think that's. So I, uh, I'm like, wow. And then I dug a little deeper. And I learned that this is the person who recently followed me on Patreon. It's like, oh, well, the last interaction I had with this person was horrific. So that's remarkable that she would actually give me your money. I'm like, what, what is going on here? So I wrote, hello, I will read this to dad next week. Also, are you the Nikki that I fought with years ago on Thanksgiving via social media? I remember there was a, a, a back and forth. If this is you, I'm sorry about that. And again, I do not remember the particulars of what we were fighting about. No response. I wrote again. I'm pretty sure you're the Nikki I'm thinking of. I really feel bad about all of that. Take care. And I, I meant it. I mean it. No response. So I'm like, maybe she's bashful or maybe she must be. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure what's going on there because again, she's, she's on Patreon. Uh, I don't know what's up with that. So anyway, thank you, Nikki, for the question. No point in being bashful. I understand if you're still upset at your old pal, Eric Zane. 
But as everybody knows, all I do is love everyone. I haven't gotten mad at anyone in years. Right, guys? Ryan says, apparently big fraud is well-loved, even by former haters. You know, I shouldn't fight with people online like that. I really shouldn't do that. That was a while ago. I, I, I try not to do that now. I have, I have a couple of things in place to keep me from doing that. Sometimes it's hard. It's hard to not be a dick. It shouldn't be hard to not be a dick, you know? Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, again, dear meathead happens in now 49 minutes. And the only question I have is from the lady who I uh, screamed at online. Well, be, truth be told, we were both fighting with each other. So I don't remember the particulars of it, but, um, you know, it probably was uh, one-sided. I tend to um, swing for the fences in those fights with people who aren't quite as prepared to swing for the fences. So I should just roll with it. That's how I feel in my as I age. Eh, no big deal. You know that. I've always done that. <clears throat> um, ladies and gentlemen, I'm a little bit more subdued today. And... It isn't just because, well, hey, I'm taking uh, the time off. It's I am in, I am not lying to you. This is not no hyperbole. I am in intense pain. I hurt my back yesterday. Ow, <laughs> my back. And it actually hurts me to do the Kenny impression when I push all that air through to go, <laughs> ow, because it actually does hurt. I've been battling this for better part of two weeks it was a mild twinge at first and then i didn't listen to my body and i kept doing things like i wasn't hurt like maybe go to the gym throw my little light weights around or or whatever and um so it's kind of been lingering and yesterday it went full into um you're fucked we're going to keep you awake pain let me back up. Um, at the YMCA yesterday, I did my thing, and uh, at the then afterwards, I went right to the basketball game, and seated there, it started to throb. Now this is uh, not like on the spine. This is like um, it feels like backward. Like every time I take a deep breath. It feels like a rib is broken and it's just a bitch. So while at the basketball game last night, I'm at the scorer's table. I'm trying to like, like almost like stretch it out, but not realizing that when I do that, I'm actually irritating it a lot. Like it wants to try to heal, but it's kind of like, um, uh, constantly, um, ripping off a scab on your skin. So I, I, uh, I get it. I, I, um, figure out if I like contort my body and I'm at literally at the scorer's table. Like if you were watching the game, you would have seen everybody seated there normally. And me making these weird type of like stretching movements. And, um, I forced it. I'm like, Oh, okay. This is it. This is the spot. Now it's going to go away. 
So I'm just like like uh, wrenching on my back. And uh, it felt good for about five seconds. And then came immediately roaring back like this wave, this debilitating pain. I was like, oh, oh my God. So what do I do? I realize I must stretch it more like that. I'm pretty sure that's the exact opposite of what I should be doing. I think essentially my body is saying to me, this pain, I'm trying to convince you to fucking sit still, you dumb shit. Do I? No. Then I'm like um, trying to lean back and uh, the, the arm of the chair, I'm trying to put on the spot and like grind it out. This is in front of people. People are like, what are you doing? I go, it's my back. It's my back. Holy fuck, it's my back. I'm fixing my back. Awful. I get home. I say to Diane, I go, all right, I know what I'm going to do. You got you to gotta push this poison out of me. I'm laying on my belly. Now, just hands and her pushing, like giving me a back massage, wouldn't do it. I had this urge to really have her get into the muscle. What did I do? I had her um, take a, uh, a, a softball I, out of the garage. I got a softball and put it right on the spot. If you're familiar with a body part called the scapula, my right scapula, it's right on the edge of that. And she actually pinpoints the exact spot where it hurts the most. And I'm like, ah, ah, ah. And she puts one hand on top of the softball and the other hand on top of the softball and leans all of her weight on it and then kind of rocks the ball back and forth. And it was so insanely sharp and acute stabbing pain going through my entire body. I felt like fucking Rob Stark at the Red Wedding. Oh! Oh! She goes, oh my God, are you okay? Yeah, just keep going, keep going. Bring it home, baby, bring it home. Really, and she's leaning on this ball and all of her weight is channeling through this softball going through my back, coming out my chest, through the floor, going through the house, is raw energy like a fucking quasar. Holy shit, none of you know what a quasar is. <sighs> Get up. Cannot move. Ruined. It's at this point that I realize I've been going about this all wrong. Fucking relax. You can't force the pain out took two Tylenol went to bed paralyzed Stephen Hawking at this point if he were alive would have more ability to move his body than I did it was that bad
Tyler says, meanwhile, the NFK is in the other room thinking they're having rough sex, uh, rough sex from the noises Eric is making. Um, so I can't move. I said, Donna, I'm not gonna be able to sleep. Um, update. I'll come back to that story in a second. Miss Nikki is here. The lady I just described to you. She did not ignore me. She writes, I'm horrible at looking my email. I have barely listened to Freebird and Howings in over a year. I started watching these for close to a year. Wow. She says, you speak truths and you make me laugh. I'm not lonely or crazy. I know that. I just changed what I like. Sorry. No need to apologize. You, no apology needed from you. You were treated horribly by this asshole. Me. Welcome to you. Please send pictures of the goats. I love goats. I never forget when one ate all my money at the John Ball Park Zoo in Grand Rapids, Michigan. There's just such thing as a pygmy goat. Is that what this, I think that's what this thing was. And they said, uh, and there was money sticking out of my pocket and he went in and bit the money and ate the money. All right. Let me get back to the story. Um, so I'm laying there and she goes, well, Nikki writes, you called me a floozy and told me to go eat peaches at the old lady home. Is that what I said? (laughs) Fuck. That's funny. Sorry. A floozy. What an asshole. Hey, you floozy. Go eat peaches. What the fuck? So I'm laying there and I go down. I can't sleep. She says, let me put some of this icy hot on. I go, does that shit even work? All I know, remember is Shaq telling me to put this shit on or whatever the product is. He And, uh, I, I lay on my, I managed to get on my belly and she puts this all on my back and lo and behold, it, worked oh my god you know what it does um there and i was reading about how the mechanics of these topicals work first of all it has like a numbing agent sometimes linocaine sometimes like menthol and it penetrates and um it it dulls pain receptors one thing it does the other thing it, it does is it distracts you because the the um you, you have this hot yet cooling sensation on it. And all of a sudden you're just, it's like uh, white noise. You can't, it's, it's just remarkable. So uh, that was awesome. Um, and then I was able to get to sleep, but I woke up today and I was like, fuck, what the shit? Oh no. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I also realized today when preparing for this show that I am not going to, I am pushed, I am pressed for time. Um, in getting prepared for this trip, I have a scheduled Patreon episode for you, an audio Patreon episode for you, but I am actually starting the uh, time away after this free podcast. So the Patreon today will be there for you. I'm simply calling it audio Eric Zane show Patreon bonus podcast while I'm away. And it's something special I have for you. It's long. There's a lot of material there for you, which, um, you, I know you're going to enjoy, but I will have to skip the Patreon bonus podcast today. Uh, Stevie says, didn't Joe have to wash his undercarriage in the bathroom sink? Yeah. Um, Oh boy. Joe Icy Hot. I wonder if I can find that producer, Joe Icy Hot. That's the, these videos are few and far in between these days. If anybody can, you you, the, you guys can probably do a better time, uh, have a better time finding that than I can. Oh. Hmm. No. There's Joe kissing a carny. Oh, I got to play that. Let's see. Okay, it's only going to be audio. Audio check. Video check. I think it's going to be audio. Let's do it. Right. Well, I know what we're doing, 10 bucks. Yeah. Joe, no, jam your five, tongue in. Five, five in Newport. Try to lick her face. <laughs> try to... Are you guys there? Yeah, yeah. Try, to, try to lick her face. All right. Are you ready? My dryer's not even working. Is everybody ready? I don't know why the... I don't know why the picture's so weird. What? Sorry, but I have to leave, and I'll be back with your cigarettes, and I'll be back with your money. My name's Joe. I'm Tanya. Tanya, I'll be back. Goodbye. Joe, Thank you. Joe, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. A woman with a half a juice in her mouth just stuck her tongue in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking classic. What the fuck happened to that guy? Where's the icy hot thing? Right, somebody send me that damn thing. I'm in the mood to see it. Oh, paintball gauntlet. Yes. But are you guys set? Ready Joe, it's uh, ready on your command. We're just waiting. Give us like an on your mark, get set, go or something. On your mark, get set, go. Holding his dick. He was so fucked up. Oh, oh no. They should stop. What's, yeah. the, what's the noise? I think somebody was honking. Uh, yeah. 
I think it, I think it dropped him. <laughs> I think it did. Everybody's cheering. Oh, yeah. There will be no booing Joe, today. own the moment. <laughs> Hands over your head. You dominate. Rick from TC Paintball was here for this. <laughs> no, they'll <laughs> shoot, him. shoot him more. <laughs> is anybody so still bad. firing on you? Some errant rogue insurgent. The white pain is Rick's. Now, that got very noisy, but the video is going to be very clear of what happened. <laughs> what is that noise? Joe? I remember we had to record these with actual videotape, those mini videotapes. Hold on, hold on. Are they still shooting you, Joe? No, no, no. No, thanks, In fact, we didn't even have smartphones then. All right, all right, here's what happened. I made it halfway through the gauntlet, by the way. You did? Okay, wow. halfway. And then it just it was too intense. <laughs> it was too much. <laughs> What is the worst place you got hit, or does it just hurt everywhere? There's paint in my mouth. There's paint. Uh, dude, it just hurts everywhere. Did you take any testicle shots? Uh, no, I did not get a nut shot. So lucky. Okay, so you successfully protected the boys. Joe, how many? Look at all those fucking people. Get shot after the first time you said stuff. What a fucking like bit. Maybe three or four hundred. I got I got shot a lot. <laughs> after after I said stop. All right. Oh, I can't wait. I look like so one guy's got a mask on. <laughs> Joe, I think uh, I think you deserve a big hand from everybody there. Though I'm afraid if you ask for one, I just flashed my package and everyone loved it. <laughs> hey, Joe, how many points did you get? For yeah, this? how much is worth? I got zero. Yeah. I got yeah. Such uh, zero points. Could you yell, "Big cheers for zero points"? Hey, big cheers for zero points. Woo! Um. The amount of damage done to his body. Holy shit. I mean, he had some crazy, crazy, crazy bruises. It was, uh, it was remarkable. Let's see. Josh might have sent something. Uh, see if I can figure this out. Did you send a link via email? Is that what happened? Am I, am I missing something? Aha. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Look at that. It's like a team of producers. Okay. So some background on this. Um, Roger Clemens, uh, had said that he puts a little sp- bit of icy hot on his balls to get him revved up for the game or something to make him uncomfortable. I've had this happen where this product has landed on my genitals. It was the dumbest thing. I was a kid and I had like a leg cramp and I put it on there and a little bit got on my balls and I just rubbed it in and it was devastating. Then when we were in cross country, we used to, um, 
uh, haze the uh, freshman by squirting a tube like right in their pants. Uh, you know, that's that's what you do, I guess. I don't know. And they'd be in deep, they've been terrible pain. So I knew that this is going to be bad. Well, so I emptied the tube in his hand like it was almost full of shave cream. So these guys have no idea. Greg isn't aware, Chris isn't aware of what I've done, nor is Joe aware. He thinks no one is convinced that it's going to hurt that much, but I, I am well aware of what is about to happen. Check with, the, so check with the camera. Don't get too close of a vantage there. We don't want to see down. Yeah, oh, okay. no, that would be All awful. All right, Joe, let's yeah. see here. Now, Z Zane is putting it in there. <laughs> That's probably enough. What? Come on. That's no, what it is. It's got, it got load up his hand like shaving cream. It totally looks like shaving cream. You yeah. want him to put all of that on there? Well, yeah. It's going to be an icy hot cocoon around his satchel. Yeah, it's never going to. I can't even rub it this in. Yeah, it's it not even, even... going to react with put air. It on there. I think you put too much. Because <laughs> so didn't we get callers who said that you have to be able to rub it in? Yeah, you have yeah. to rub it in. Yeah. Trust you know me, what? that'll be fine. I don't want Joe rubbing it Trust me, in. that'll be fine. He has to. Yeah, well, no, he's, go he's into really it. He's just turn around. He's yeah. just rubbing it under. He's going to yeah, have his pants on. Under I don't want to watch that. Well, go into the turn bathroom around. or something. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's way too whatever. much. Okay, hang on. It's Let me take some of it off. classy. Zane puts literally squeezed the entire tube of icy hot into Joe's hand. I know. I gotta get some of this Just off. Just sitting there, it's, it's a giant it's dollop like, of it. I feel it. like I'm picking up turds in my living room when Lola goes nuts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, is that better? I guess. I don't know. It's man. still about. I mean, I'm gonna rub in what can be rubbed in, and the rest is just gonna have the to stay there. The rest is just gonna go. Oh man, get away from me! <laughs> I'm trying to help. You're not. You're doing sorry, a bad job. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now, is that your satchel hand, or do you want to rub it on the other hand first? No, that's, no, that's it. All right, well. <laughs> all right, well. Go ahead. Go ahead and kind of lift yeah, your, your waistband forward and <laughs> cup know. your clock weight. Turn, turn yeah. around. I don't yeah, want to Yeah, you can this. face away from the camera if you'd like. Yeah, I think this is awful. Windows were Boy. Good old number seven. <laughs> Freebear's changed, hasn't he? He doesn't want to. He wants Joe to turn around and do it. Meanwhile, nowadays, he's talking about he gets double anal from his uh, uh, 20 year old wife. <laughs> <laughs> All right. His hand is in his pants. We should have had him do that at a state park and see if he got arrested. <laughs> Here. You can Well, it's actually good. It looks like you're a baseball player adjusting. Okay, now you're a jock. Okay. You're rubbing ointment. <laughs> and by the way, you can wipe your hands off on this piece of paper. The way this started, oh, by the way. Oh, he touched my hand. I didn't mean he smished me. Now, wait a minute. You got about 20 seconds before this is going to start to burn. I mean, it was burning my back. Ball tissue is way different than back tissue. Just what straight over the paper. Oh my God! I just touched your testicles. Oh my God! I can feel it already. <laughs> you guys are crazy. I absolutely, without a doubt, can't. Can. I knew this was coming. Doesn't. I'm dead serious. Now this started because Roger Clemens admitted that he puts that stuff on his junk. He's crapping his dick. <laughs> Give Joe one of the. Uh, you think I'm kidding? Oh my God. <laughs> He is dancing around already. You can't really feel it. Absolutely. No. <laughs> Shoot. This no, hurts. Don't swear. Oh, no. no. Ah! Okay, you better go with them. I don't think there's going to be any play. Chuck, go with him. Chuck's the worst at filming. He, he was, was that going... way, dumbass. Yeah. He's looking at us. Chuck's...
Joe's got his cock in the sink. Oh, Jesus. Did you get somewhere you shouldn't have? Sounds painful, dude. <laughs> oh, Joe. Don't put water on it. I'm on the air well, through the phone. <laughs> Holding the phone up to him. I got my flip phone. He's hurting. Fucking <laughs> shit. Oh, this is all on the air. This is all on the air. Hey. <clears throat> Listen. He's screaming. <laughs> I think he's in a lot of real pain. Fucking <laughs> 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 shit. Shake my nerves and you All right. Oh my God. Thank you for I needed that. <laughs> oh man, did we have fun? Those were those. That was crazy. That was some crazy shit. But it had to end sometime. It had to end. Corey says, this is why he never got Ellen pregnant. He got somebody pregnant. I know that. Ryan says, you bullies traumatized that innocent child against his will. Oh, yeah. We were like, you know, the Chicago gangs. Uh. Ryan says, damn, that show used to be so good. Because of the baby comment, you triggered it. The Eric Zane Show podcast would like to remind you that this is a work of fiction. Names, characters, places, and incidents either are products of Eric Zane's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events, locales, or persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. But it's interesting. I don't know if I... I don't know if it works because I just played video, you know? I don't know. All sorts of comments being made by audience members on the chat that I probably don't want to read. All right. I don't know how the hell we got to that point in the show today, but I feel like I've gone down some type of intense rabbit hole. Yesterday at the YMCA, I encountered a bit of a problem. I think that, uh, I mean, the pandemic led to a uh, circumstance where the YMCA, they, they don't give you towels anymore. Now, I mean, to me, that was always such a nice touch. Uh, you pay all this money and the YMCA is not cheap. Not at all. And you go in and you grab a towel. And in fact, grab two, grab three. You put them on the ground. 
You stand on one, you towel off with the, you got one around your waist, you towel off with the other, then you're done, you scoop them all up, you throw them in the dirty pile bin, or I don't know, take a couple home, whatever, you know, something to dry your car off. They used the pandemic as, hey, no more towels. Well, how come? Well, because it's, pan. you know, people can die. And I'm like, how? Well, the touching of the towels. No, no, I, I, they're clean. They come out of the, they don't have COVID on them when they come out of the washer. I don't know if you know that. It doesn't work that way. No, we can't do it. So I'm like, they're gone and they're not coming back. And they're not. So you have to bring your own. And it is an absolute fucking burden beyond belief when you go in there and you need to shower and then go to like a, like I had to go to PA last night. Sure enough, I'm walking into the Y. I got no towel. No towel. Now, they still have the towels somewhere in the business. But you got to really keep your eye open. So I'm walking onto the gym floor and I'm walking by doors that say supplies. They're locked. I need, even if it's the size of a wash rag, I got to take a shower because I got a game. Walking around doing my thing. I'm leaving. I'm walking off the gym floor, getting ready to go. I'm already planning my, I'm going to wash my balls in the sink and, and uh, wash them with paper towel. I'm going to wash my pits with paper towel and, and hand soap. I'm coming up with a plan. What actually stand there in front of the sink and wash my, and wash my asshole. And what the fuck? And I see it. The, uh, person is there's a lady cleaning the women's bathroom and she's got that the cart with the all the supplies on it and i see a pristine perfect towel they're using the towels now for cleaning this one is white as shit sparkling folded perfect awesome and man there's so much foot traffic around this area that I'm like, well, I gotta, I gotta be, you know, I'm probably going to be seen on a camera, but this would require whoever is in the women's bathroom, cleaning that bathroom now to come out, notice, and then go to the cameras and, you know, rewind, see the fucking big nose Armenian goblin stealing a towel. I'm look, I'm looking left, right all around and I made my break and I grabbed that fucker. I grabbed it and walked as fast as I could uh, down the steps into the shower. Boom. Success. Now you can't throw the towel into the bin because a bin doesn't exist anymore. So I got a new towel. Congratulations to me. Uh, questions for Dear Meathead, Eric at ericsaintshow.com. Uh, but today I um, committed to um, basically laying low. I mean, uh, after I get this podcast done, I'm going to chill. Uh, final preparations for the big time off. And then 
I can do no exercise. Everybody wants to see Miss Nikki's goats. Oh my God. Look at these three. Hey, friends. Look at this one. Black, tan, white, brown. Huh? Look at this one. Hey, I'm cool too. I'm black and white. And this one's like, yeah, I'm just, I'm kind of like a ginger snap. I'm just eating here. I love this so much. Huge fan. Hi, friends. Look at your stars. Look at with your eyes way too far apart. Goats, you ever notice that? They got eyes like fish. They're like on the side of their head, but but faced forward. Okay. When it comes to all-time cuteness, um, puppy or baby goat. Hey, goat. Hey, goat. How's it hanging? Wally, Domino, and Jasper. Domino's got to be the black and white one, right? Which one's the multicolored one? Kenny says, hey, man, goats freak me out a little. With that noise they make sometimes, like a scream. Oh, yeah, that's right. Goats screaming. They do do that. In fact, uh, if you look around, you can get uh, goats screaming videos, screaming like humans. Snap your W-2 and file Fed and State. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Just call Taga County. Get serious. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? Is that real? Well, that one's. <laughs> they just go, ah! What can I do for you? Get the fuck out of here. Oh, that motherfucker spit at him and then yelled. Holy shit. Oh, no. Sledgehammer right to the head. If a goat did that shit to me, you're going down. <laughs> sounds like Saul. Yeah.
No way. That can't be real. Look at the shepherd. He just said, yeah. What the fuck? Man. Chris in Maine says that's a demon spitting AIDS into that dude's eyes. Resident goat expert, a new favorite soul on the show, Miss Nikki, writes, unless they're pissed, like when I locked them in a room to keep them from freezing to death, then they screamed. Oh, what a night. What a racket that must have been. Three screaming goats while you're trying to sleep? They want to go outside? Huh. Oh, my God. Um, Blue State Rob says, doesn't Stalkerito have goats? I have no idea. I think he has sheep. Man. All right. I don't know what the hell is going on here. My brain is kind of like going in five different directions. Uh, I got to get back on track. I must get back on track. So once again, uh, questions for dad on Dear Meathead, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. For you folks on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, I'm going to kick you out now. Twitch. And of course, Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT, YouTube, sponsorless as always you can reach out to me in the shoreliner striping inbox eric at ericzaneshow.com and you can download the audio podcast wherever you download shows uh as soon as i'm done with it i will post it okay um yeah so still some problems with my pp i'm going to use the restroom i will be back and uh we'll get into our next topic okay so stay there I thought last night, <clears throat> excuse me, I didn't need the Flomax. You're like, Flomax? What's that, Eric Zane? Well, that's a medicine to make it so you can pee. This is a true indication of aging. I've become the king of dribble, sprinkle, drippy pee. So awful. The medicine is working so that the uh, the antibiotic is working so that my I don't actually feel pain in that in that zone anymore. That was terribly uncomfortable. My God. So I'm like, all right, I don't need the Flomax anymore. <clears throat> Last night, I'm just standing there like an idiot over the toilet. I wake up at like midnight and I can't go potty. So I had to drop another uh, heavy duty Flomax pill and uh, wait for that to take effect. Oh my God. I'm going to need, eventually I'm going to need a pill to, to get a boner and a pill to get my uh, pisser to work. Jesus. 52 years old. I feel like I'm 95. My back hurts. My dick won't work. What an asshole. I'm sitting in a room above my garage 
I'm sitting in an attic room above my garage, screaming at a camera, talking about my broke dick and my hurt back. Fuck me. Fucking shit. Mm-mm-mm. All right. I am going to get into more about the uh, Michigan State shooting. But uh, Dad's going to join us in moments. I need to get caught up on some ads. First of all, please consider signing up on Patreon. I just heard from someone today. It would be Terry S. The dude, I think, because it's spelled T-E-R-R-Y, right? And um, I think, I don't know how this works, but Terry managed to give me more than it costs for Patreon. Perhaps Terry is just, did you give me like, you thought it was worth more? Is that what this is? I'm not sure what you did, but you, I only charge five or 10 bucks a month. Dude gave me 1450. And it said, Letter C, letter A, capital C, capital A, 1450. And I'm like, well, maybe this is a Canadian thing. So I greeted him. Hello, thank you so much. Are you a Canadian listener? No, I'm right here in West Michigan. I used a VPN. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Okay. Thank you. Um, Ad-free, listener-supported Patreon. It's like public broadcasting minus the boredom. It's like OnlyFans minus the porno. Um, tons of content going up there each and every day of the week. Five or ten bucks a month. Five bucks a month is the audio. Ten bucks a month video and audio and live streams. The open and live stream of today's show brought to you by Bosco's Pub. Today's free podcast. Bosco's Pub. Where your old pal EZ does work from time to time. I'll be going back there at the end of this month after this busy spell ends. Time away next week. Huge show. Hockey, basketball, Bosco's. Hockey, basketball, Bosco's. The greatest burgers ever. Bosco's Pub. Created from the mind of one Doug. Doug at Bosco's is the brainchild behind all of these. He came up with the various burger sauces from after drinking at the bar. So he bought the restaurant, wasn't open because of the pandemic. He went to the bar and they started to drink. And him and his pals and his family came up with the menu. That's it. And that's what's there. Bosco's pub, part of Terra Square. When it comes to a mortgage, please consider the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. He can help you no matter what state you're in, with the exception exceptions of Hawaii, Alaska, Maine, and South Carolina. Get a mortgage from Mario. 231-332-6505. At least call him just to pick his brain. See what's up. NMLS number 3035. Hello to Rick from TC Paintball. Oh, my God. I love you so much. Paintball War number 22 happens Sunday, March 12th. The St. Patty Splatty. 35 bucks gets you a gun, 500 paint shots, and the mask, and a good time. 
free pizza party ahead of time from BC Pizza Grand Rapids. Thank you. Or book your own event. Get the kids, get your bro friends, get your bat your uh, bachelor party, whatever it may be, workplace team building, and get over to TC Paintball. Uh, more info at tcpaintballgr.com. One more, and then I'm going to get Dad in here. Uh, this show is made possible by the Kent County Health Department. Personal health services is a fancy way of saying get tested for AIDS or HIV. Gone are the days when you test positive for HIV and you wait to die. Nowadays, if you are detected to have HIV after a test, medicines can actually make the level of HIV undetectable in your body so that you can live a normal life. But you must get tested. And the longer you wait, the harder that is to overcome. And if you wait too long, HIV will destroy your immune system and you will then die. And we just can't have that. So go to the Kent County Health Department and ask about this or call them. Uh, actually, go to their website, accesskent.com health. Click on personal health services. All the information you need is there. And this, is a, this isn't aimed at everybody. This is aimed at people who, well, I'll just be honest with you, have lots of sex with lots of people. Okay? And that's not no judging there. Good for you. Woman or man. I don't care. But if you're not careful, this could happen. So if you're like, you know what? I'm going to start to have protected sex. The first thing to do is get the test first. Then start having protected sex. Okay, how does that sound? Believe it or not, standing here like this makes me feel better. One of the the many reasons why it's important to watch the show as well as listen to it. By the way, on Patreon today... Wait a minute, today's Wednesday. Today, and then Thursday, and then Friday and Monday. Uh, something special there for you. You're going to love it. Oops. That's weird. Dear Meathead, why does it keep saying call failed? That is strange. Let me try calling someone else. Like Jackie. Now the phone is not... Did did my phone break or something? I'm actually going to reboot the phone. Because every time I, I try to call, it says, Call failed! So that might wreck everything. And if that happens, that means dad's waiting on the call. Call doesn't come. And he's going to worry about me. By the way, I called him the other day. And um, a lot of the times when I call, there's not a lot to talk about. So I made the mistake of telling him that 
my silly prostate is acting up. And man, that was a bad, bad move because, oh, the questions. And he's just beside himself. He thinks that, you know, I've got cancer of, and my body's riddled with cancer. So worried. And I'm like, totally fine, dad. And I, I explained to him the, that I'm on the road to recovery. And then, so a couple of days later, I call him back and I start to tell him that I'm feeling better, but he's forgotten the first conversation. So he's like, well, wait, what happened? And I'm like, oh, shit. All right. Dear Meathead brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware. Hi, Dad. How are you? Okay. What part of the world are you today? I'm in Michigan right now, but later on, I'm going to go to California. Or is it tonight that you're going to leave? Yes, this evening. Well, about 5 o'clock. Okay, how long are you going to be gone? I'll come back to Michigan on Monday. Boy, oh, boy. That's, you have a good time. Yeah, we get to see some Armenians, get to see... Uh, my mom's side, that whole group of the L-Rots, that's going to be uh, it's going to be awesome. Uh, hey, uh, remember the word pilaf. Well, that's that's a food. That's a dish. Uh, uh, ask somebody to cook you Armenian pilaf. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if you have anybody Armenian there. Oh, there's there's <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? It's like little Armenia. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Armenian, that was uh, the only heavy-duty meal that we knew. Uh, rice, you know. Right. Back in the day, you know, I mean, you didn't have a lot of options, did you? No, no, no. In the morning, we had one option. Slice of bread and a uh, thing of uh, tea. Wow. Of tea. Now, Dad, um, when you were growing up, uh, you, you've described your accommodations, and like where I live, I have a furnace that turns on and off, you know. Um, did you have even a furnace? No, we had a little uh, uh, gizmo machine that you light it up. What? Uh, so and what, then heat up the room. What would it but, burn? What would it burn? Huh? What, what type? Was it burning wood? I, I'm trying to think. No, I don't, I don't remember. Huh? Oh, maybe Okay. I don't remember what the heater that. Uh, okay, so some type of. Kid. I don't know. I gotcha. All right. Um. Well, that's interesting. So, uh, but you guys uh, survived. That was uh, that was the way you lived back then. Oh, oh, I know, I know. We had a huge circular uh, something, uh, like a made out of wood. Yeah. Yeah, we all sat around it. We we put about six to seven or six seven people around it. It's called Corsi. And then in the center of that it was wood burning. Oh, okay. So you kinda like just kinda had some kind of burning. Wait a minute. It wasn't wood. Yeah, it would have it would have ignited. It had to be like stone or something. It was how the hell did we hit that, eat that? I don't remember. Wow. Um, you know, there are people, like, during the Revolutionary War who had more technology than you guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I know what this was. Yeah. 
It was uh, we charcoal that burned really red. Oh, okay. And that? No, no, no. Outside of our house, when it's red hot and there be no flame or nothing, they put that in the center of that room. Yeah. And then uh, huge, like some kind of a blanket, they throw over it. Wow, that sounds very dangerous. Yeah, and they never caught on fire or nothing. I don't know how they did that. Yeah, wow, man, that is... Uh... But, and then half of your body was stuck up in there, under, and then there's uh, cushions in the back of you yeah. that you kind of lean on back on it. Yeah. And uh, that's that's what we sat around. We And then the top of it was like a table. Wow. It was like a piece of board. And we ate uh, our breakfast, our lunches, and dinners. You know, it is, of that thing. it is so good that that's the only life you knew. I mean, because to you, that was, uh, I mean, you, you, you didn't really know any other type of existence. That's the way you had to live back then. Right, right. And then, guess what your dad did? I invented electrical... Uh, the doorbell, door the doorbell. Door oh, I know. Yeah, door you. Bell, doorbell. Not everybody knows that that you invented the doorbell. I, uh, yes, I had a wire to go from the electricity it was all the way up to the front door, and then uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, and then you had a, like a bell at the, and then you, people. What do they do? We had a ring. <laughs> you know. So when you invented that, did anybody say, hey, you got to put one of those in my house, Ruben? Nah, nobody cared. Nobody. <laughs> so <laughs> so then would, uh, would would people use the doorbell? Uh, yeah. E- even though, I mean, that's the first doorbell in history. Did you have to put a sign that says, hey. I didn't mean that. Hey, that, push that really, this. I did it, did it all by myself. Uh, that's incredible, Dad. You should have patented that. You'd have been a wealthy, wealthy man. Oh, God. <laughs> I was glad that I had bread uh, I could yeah, get uh, yeah. for my breakfast. Hey, Dad, I want to share something with you. Um, okay. This one person, uh, let's see if I can find it. Uh, Jesse reached out to me. Hello, Jesse. And um, he he's heard of, uh, he's heard you use a piece of terminology before. And he's always, he's never heard it. He's never heard it on from anyone but you when you say it. Okay. And no. then he, okay. he, uh, so with that being said, he was reading a boring article about computers. Okay. Yeah. And the author said the thing that you say. And so I'm going to read it to you. And he okay. said that this is the first time he's heard anyone other than you describe something like this. And the sentence reads, quote, their reliance on layer four NSGs to secure critical resources felt Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I don't know how I got that one. Yeah. So he, he wrote, I thought of your dad today, Eric, when I saw this, his terminology of calling things Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse thing. Instead of. Is, like, what was this thing? Instead of saying bleeped up, 
He said Mickey Mouse. First time I heard something called Mickey Mouse that wasn't on uh, with your father or on Disney Plus. Holy cow! Yeah, maybe that guy who wrote that article was a, is a fan of yours. Hey, it's Mickey Mouse. Oh, that's Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Mickey Mouse is like a worthless thing. I know. That and, is, and, you know. Yeah, I know. It's like, uh, you know, uh, uh, anything that just stinks. Freebird Outwings, Mickey Mouse. Thing for us yeah. that. All right. Uh, star of today's show, Miss Nikki, writes. Who is this? Uh, Nikki. Okay. She writes, Meathead. Not long ago, the temperature here in Maine was minus 40 degrees with the wind chill. Okay, wow. She has three boy goats. Like, she has three goats for pets. And I made my goats come in the house because I didn't... <laughs> yeah, pretty good. So she brought the goats in because she said she didn't want them to freeze to death. Well, yeah. Now... She's, hey, uh, they can only last so long with the uh, temperature. Yeah. That's what, uh, well, then you've That's answered. Clever. Yeah, she, because uh, her next question was, would you have done the same thing if they were not in a heated barn? Yes, I did that to the dogs. Little tight. We, we had one little called Pong Pong. Uh, we bring them in. Well, naturally. <laughs> wait, wait, what happened? We had a dog. Yeah. When we were a little kid. Oh, you did? I'd never heard of the dog you yeah, had. Yeah, we had it. Well, yeah. Well, I know. The subject never came up. Oh, so you, you would call Pom Pom. Pom Pom? And we bring him in. And man, the cold out there is cold. And so you had a dog named Pom Pom. Pom Pom. Pony. You, you want to call oh. it Pony, but it's, it's Pom Pom. Pom Pom. So your mom would say, hey, we're going to gather around the rock and heat up. Yeah, Popo would be just sitting there, right there by the... Yeah. Uh, our heating system was a big, round thing. Yeah, yeah. And so, it would be you, Dad, Uncle Garo, and Garcia, Grandma, and Pompon. Well, yeah, well, Garo was not part of it, because Garo, for some reason or another, got shipped out to a different country. Right. All, all his life. That's weird. From a little baby of it. Yeah, weird, weird. Okay, so you got the dog. Uh, she adds, um, would you have done the same thing? Obviously, you would have. And then she says, the other goat owners around where I live left their goats in the stalls, and they think I'm crazy. Well, uh, that would have been all right, but I would have had eaten there. Well, I mean, she doesn't. she's not equipped for that. And, I mean, it was... Uh, that's a little beyond the uh, normal uh, cold. I mean, it's you cold. You figure this out. It's that cold animal, in Maine. Yeah. That does, just because they're animal, that doesn't mean that they're not susceptible to yeah, yeah. Uh, heat I, or... Uh, I think uh, that um, I think that if they were in the barn, though, they would have huddled together. They probably... It's, it's warm or something, yeah, but it's really not warm. Probably would have been fine with hay. But I, I love your sentiment, and I think that that's very sweet. And she also is a huge fan. She says, absolutely love you and Joanne so much. So that is from Oh, her. thank you. Love you right back. Okay. All right. Uh, moving on. This is an anonymous uh, question. Oh, it must be something dirty. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, um, uh, it says, I'm from, uh, it's, it's uh, Jack in New Hampshire writes, Dear Meathead. Hi, Jack. Uh, I just turned 52 
and my manhood isn't working quite the same as when I was younger. It's harder and harder to go pee. I'm seeing the doctor tomorrow, but I was wondering if you ever experienced anything like this as you got older. I haven't, no, but I'm sure. I have two. Well, she says I, I have two. I don't remember. You don't remember? Okay. I don't remember having any problems. Yes, remember Susie drove us to Westland. Oh, maybe you did. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. That's right. Okay. That's right. So there's. Yeah, we well, yeah, had rotor rotor. You have. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's right. Yeah, that sounds terrible, but it worked, huh? It worked. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now I can water the garden. Yes, there you go. You got. <laughs> Oh my God! It really got Joanne's fancy. Oh right yeah, you did. That's a good crack. You've had two of them. First of all, you said. <laughs> first of all, earlier you said goats can only take so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now you're talking about you're going to water the garden. Yeah. That's oh right. my God. Uh, meat, meathead Rob, uh, or uh, I should say, Dad Rob writes. Good morning, Meathead. I'm getting married in November. Congratulations. Yeah. And then he says, my friends asked me for ideas on what I can do for a bachelor party. Uh, Do you have any thoughts on a bachelor party? What we could do to have a good time? Well, actually, I really don't believe in these huge uh, bachelor parties. No? How come? Not a huge one. I don't. I'm I'm just, you know, if you have uh, six, eight, ten, maybe maximum ten people hanging around, that will be fine because it's really hard to cater to a lot of people. Well, I think that's probably what they're going to do. Uh, you know, there's only the the handful of dudes in the bridal party and maybe some pals uh, outside of that. Well, see, at this point in my life, I can't really make any comments on that because I don't drink. Yeah. Uh, I just don't have the party thing, uh, at atmosphere to go with it. No, I feel you. Um, what about, like, hire a bunch of strippers and stuff like that? No, I do not go for that stuff. No, no, no yeah, you maybe in a past life, but you know, no, I, never. yeah, that would be uncomfortable. I, I, I wouldn't like that at all. No. Yeah, that, that's a little, that's a little much. What do you say, Joanne? Paintball. What? Paintball. Paintball is a great idea. We were just talking yeah. about that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Holy crap! We, I swear to God, we just mentioned that like not long ago. Yeah. Yeah, do something fun. Paintball, I don't know. Uh, yeah, figure something out. Anything that's going to be destructive, that's going to take you time and money to clean it up, it's not a thing that's yeah. worthwhile to go, uh, 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 golfing. do. Go golfing, maybe go golfing. I mean, the wedding's not till November, so you got you go have a golf outing. Yeah, do something nice. Yeah, that'll be all right. Barbecue. But, um, my old... Uh, Oh, like last time we were over or, or night before at the Liz's house, was it? Where yeah. We were? Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was nice to sit around the table, chit chat, and uh, laugh and talk, and everybody had that joke or something to say. Yeah. You know, that's just a wholesome type of thing. Uh, I don't have this other crap. Right, right. Oh. Well, Dad, you know that's uh, that's it. I, uh, I I got nothing for you. I appreciate you guys so much, and I'll give everybody my best out in California uh, when I when uh, you you and Joanne, of course. So yeah, I'm, please do. That would be nice. I'm gonna miss you. So uh, just be just be a, a few days. No big deal. 
Yeah, and, and just please, uh, you know, try to be safe. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be good. And uh, just come back healthy so we can chit-chat some more. Okay, well, I love you guys, and uh, we're getting very close to birthday month. We're just yeah, about yep. a month away. Okay, we'll be looking forward to that, baby. Okay, all right, guys, I love you. I love you, too, honey. You take, take say hello to your sweetheart. All right, and don't forget, a maximum of 10 people at the bachelor party. That's right. Okay. Well, not in that number. All right, Dad. I'll, I'll see you guys. Okie doke. All right, bye-bye. Yep. Bye. Bye-bye, Joanne. Love you. I love you, too. See ya. Bye now. Bye-bye. There you go. Lots of I love yous in this family. I love you. I love you. I love you. Dear Me, Dead brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware. That was fun. Uh, more goat update. Let's see. Wally. Hold on. This is Wally right here. Look at him. All right. And then, yep. Domino is black and white. And then, uh, freaking Jasper. Hey, buddy. What's going on? They're like alien dogs is what they are. I want one so bad. And I've said to the queen of the forest, we have acreage. Let's uh, start a farm. Animal farm. We'll just retire up north. We'll live in the trailer. Fuck that. I'm not doing that. No way. Come on. We'll have horses, goats. She says no. Emu, camel, deer, cougars, orangutan. Um, Chris says... The males go pee-pee in their mouths and stink really bad. What? I don't know about that. Perhaps you're right. What do I know? Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, before I get into this deal about the update on the shooting... Thank you to Sarah Honda Granville, S-E-R-R-A, SarahHondaGranville.com for supporting the show. It's a car dealership on Kanawha Avenue in Granville, Michigan, just north of 44th. S-E-R-R-A, HondaGranville.com. March in, please mention my name when you test drive a brand new Honda. Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast sent me. I am under the impression that not everyone there is aware that I exist, but that's okay. As long as somebody finds out, tell them if they go, huh? Who? Yeah. Just tell Thad you so-and-so tell Thad that Eric Zane sent me. Um, they also have the largest selection of certified pre-owned cars in the entire state. Sarah Honda 
the authority on heating and cooling in West, uh, West Michigan is Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling. You have a trusted source. If anything goes south and you need, uh, you need assistance, 616-516-8579. If it's just a minor repair, of course, yep, easily done. Or you're looking to install something new furnace, air conditioner, even a water heater. 616-516-8579. Mention my name. All right. If you insist, go ahead and get a couple other estimates. Joe will beat those, but don't even waste the time. They're, they're all going to try to rip you off except Joe. He's the absolute best. I would trust this man with my grandkids. He is the sweetest, kindest, most loving person on the planet. He's so sweet and kind to his family. If you see Joe, typically the rest of his extended family will be with him. Really close-knit bunch, and I admire them. They are just awesome. They go to the hockey games together. You know, everybody loves each other. Uh, Joe's getting old. He's got grandkids now. I think he's thinking about selling the biz one day. Not, Not that close, but down the road soon. Eventually, he's going to have to. Going to make millions. Holy shit. Uh, Jenison Pool and Spa Depot wants you to call them when you want to install a pool. And I'm talking about this summer. Like right now, you got to get on the schedule. 16 pools will be installed in West Michigan this year. If you've always wanted a pool, now is the time and this is the place to call. Because if you call anywhere else, there's a two-year waiting period and it's not going to happen. But if you call Jenison Pool and Spa Depot, Jeremy out the door, a.k.a. Jeremy House, runs that place. That is his business. He is going to install the pool for you. He's been doing it for 25 years. And he's owned the Jenison Pool and Spa Depot for 20 of those years. 616-457-0500. Uh, call to schedule your in-store consultation. Mention me. After that, he goes to your backyard and he figures out the layout where the deck is going to be on the pool for your in-ground vinyl lined or fiberglass pool. He's going to figure out where the fire pit is going to go, where the orgies are going to be, the tiki bar, the diving board. Oh my God. They also have an amazing selection of hot tubs in the showroom on Chicago Drive between 8th and 12th on the south side of the street. Blue awning, you can't miss them. 616-457-0500. They they will expertly service your pools, pool filters, anything, hot tubs, uh, and have all the supplies you could possibly need. They have everything under the sun when it comes to pools, spas, hot tubs, you name it, at the Jenison Pool and Spa Depot. The latest on the school shooting, the Michigan State shooting. Uh, I think every college has like a rock. And I think that's where like the Sparty is and there's a rock on it and you you write uh, go green on it or something like that. Uh, someone put this will keep happening until we can be armed at our school. And that is right whether you choose to agree with me or not 
the one thing that is not going to happen, guns aren't vanishing. Let's use the resources that we have now. Lawful people and more guns. Yes, we need more guns. There, I said it. More people, good people with guns would keep the bad cowards who go to where there are no guns to shoot people. So when crazy guy points one gun, 15 blow his fucking head off. Let me go down this road. In a perfect world, I'd be like, all right. Let's do it Eric's way first. And if it doesn't work after a period of time, then we'll take all the guns. Two options. First, and you got to do them in order. First order is everybody who wants a gun gets a gun. Make it even easier to get more guns. And then when someone tries to shoot up a school and their head flies off in a million pieces and no one dies, then we keep doing that. And if that doesn't work, then all right, go ahead, take all the fucking guns. Corey, who's one of these stupid slippery slope people, writes, until all those good people have a bad day and become one of the bad people. Eh, no. Uh, What I'm suggesting is the good people who are law-abiding citizens um, and have all the scrutiny with them, they're uh, uh, subjected appropriately, and they get their guns. Typically, the person who shoots up schools is someone who's obtaining guns unlawfully, like in the case of what we have yesterday. The family of the MSU gunman heard voices, had guns when he wasn't supposed to. The man who killed three students and injured five more at MSU before taking his own life straight was an absolute kook. And by the way, uh, red flag number one. Look at this place where this fucking idiot lived. Oh, my God. Anthony McRae lived there with his dad. Uh, Mental illness is a a real thing. We as the McRae family apologize that this had to happen. It didn't have to happen. It it happened. Anthony McRae's uncle told News 8 Tuesday. Um, Might be a video story to this that we want to check out. I don't know if it's going to agree with me. Audio check. Video check. And we have a commercial. That's great. How long is this going to be? Five, four, Geico, Progressive, you name it. We got them all. 
43-year-old Anthony McCray was living here secluded at the end of a dead-end street in Lansing. Mental illness is, is a real thing. Um, you know, we as the McCray family apologize that this had to happen. His uncle told News 8 that McCray had been diagnosed with a mental illness. He definitely, definitely uh, was uh, paranoid schizophrenic, so we, we know that for a fact. And that his family had struggled to get him help. The family's always tried to get him help, and when we try, we, when we try to get him help, he would disappear. He questions why the system did not do more when Lansing police arrested him in 2019 with a concern weapon, a felony. He later pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor and was placed on probation. Okay, so that's the system. You're allowed to plead plead it down. Um, A slap on the wrist. He also agreed to surrender the gun. I would rather see him incarcerated and alive and these three other people alive than to have everybody dead because somewhere he slipped through the cracks of gun law. Relatives today. Did he, though? You all knew he had the fucking gun. They were struggling to understand why he targeted MSU students. He lived 10 minutes from campus, but had no known connection to the university, though his father, Michael McRae, says he may have tried getting a job at MSU. His father told NBC News that his son grew, quote, evil and mean after his mother died in 2020. He said his son quit his warehouse job, stayed in his room all day, and bought a gun for protection. That did not surprise his uncle. The the, the death of a mother is going to send any kid into a spiral, especially if you're already uh, depressed. uh, I wonder. Now that's that's a great question about how did he get the gun that he purchased after he he had already gotten in trouble? You know. So you can only imagine, man. You know, you think you're hearing voices and then your mom dies? I'm sure you hear more voices. Neighbors say they saw little of McRae, that he rode his bike to get around, and that he was known to fire shots outside the home. Pop, 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 like a whole round clip would go off into the ground or something. It really puts chills down your back to knowing someone like that can live in your damn neighborhood. And you don't even know it. Police said they found notes on McRae's body threatening schools in Ewing, New Jersey, where he used to live. That led those schools to shut down for the day. Live in Lansing, Ken Coker, News 8. All right. Next story. MSU students to hold sit-down protest at Michigan Capitol. Let's get to the bottom of this. This, this is a story. The people around the country who are hearing about this, this is a story of loss and trauma. But for the students like Maya Manuel, who's here with me now, this is real and it has caused just a lot of fear for them. Maya, thank you so much for being here with us this morning. I know you have organized this sit-in that will happen today at the Capitol. Mm-hmm. I, how have you managed to do that? This is going to be a huge event while also dealing with everything that you're dealing with. So I have actually never planned an event. Um, I've planned events in high school, but never along the lines of what I thought this would be. Um, after lockdown was rest- uh, lifted, I was sitting. Skip the labor. Give me the baby. With a friend, and I just said, I've had enough. And I said, I don't care if 20 people show up tomorrow. And that was the thing I said, 20 people is all we need. We just need some voices. So what's, what are we protesting here? Because so many of our voices are silenced and there are so many students right now who are paralyzed by this, who can't speak. And so 
In planning this, I was shooting emails. Um, we do have some elected officials coming to speak with us later today. Um, around 11 a.m. is all starting. Um, 12, 12.30. Wouldn't that be a good question? What is the focus of your protest? Are they fo- uh, protesting, allowing crazy people to walk the streets? Are they protesting? Are they protesting guns? Um, we're starting to sit down, which is a demonstration where we'll be sitting cross-legged in demonstration to show just exactly how we used to sit as kids when all of this started. What? Um, we've had enough. We have to sit cross-legged to show how we sat as kids? Um, I think it's something that so many of us are infuriated by and looking at my friends and knowing how angry they are. Um, they are impacted by this. I'm impacted by this. And knowing that so many students can't come out and speak today because they're home or they are too afraid to leave their rooms. And this is the first time I've left my room today. And Are you doing okay? <laughs> I'm doing okay. Um, I definitely know there's some students right now that are having a tough time, um, especially in the dorms. So um, we're really just there to offer our support later. Um, we want students to bring out what they want to share, um, any stories they may want to share. Um, I, I, I hate every second of this. Poems, whatever that may entail, staff. This isn't just a student. Fucking ask a question, reporter. As well. So if there's anybody that wants to speak on behalf of themselves and tell, tell us how they're feeling, that they're not alone, we just want to validate everyone today. And okay, I guess I, I, there's no real... I'm not sure what exactly they're, they're, uh, they're not alone. We're together and it's a protest, but I'm not sure what you're protesting. Um, this of course is going to lead to all the usual talk about, um, eliminating guns. Guns need to go away. Josh says they're going to converse about having a conversation. My God. Uh, The fact that she said shooting emails, probably not the right words to use. Thank you, Amy. Cole says, question, why do people call cops when there's a shooting? Answer, because police have guns. Just get your own gun instead of relying on someone else. Corey says, because it's because you have a boring voice. Tyler says, I would push back, like if he was Ken Culker interviewing the uncle, I would push push back and say, if you knew he was a paranoid schizo, why didn't you do more to one, take his gun that you knew he had, and two, have him involuntarily institutionalized if he was refusing treatment? Exactly. Thank you, Tyler. I missed all of that, but you did not. Brandis says, I don't have the answer, but someone needs to find one. This is so terrifying. I am so scared for my kids every day. I'm telling you, I've talked about this before. In the immediate time, we need to be able to have firepower visibly on display. Okay. At any institution, any soft target. And then work backwards and reverse engineer this thing to figure out what is next. But 
I am 1 million percent not of the opinion that taking guns away is the answer. No way. Can you imagine if that even had to happen? Cole says the answer is to have a gun on you and just live your life. Know where exits are when you go places and just be aware of your surroundings. Yes, take some fucking responsibility. If people did that and actually... The reason why those uh, uh, rules are there in the Constitution is so that we do them. Don't be quiet. You have the right to speak freely, so do it. You have the right to defend yourself. You have the right to arm yourself. So that when bad people try to take all those things away from you, they won't. This is really simple. Just follow these rules. And Corey says, it's just, why do we need to do that here, but other countries don't need to? I don't know. And that's not our problem. All we need to know is that there are evil people here are going to try to kill you and me. And if you had one thing to save yourself, you would absolutely do that. The idea of running and fighting with fists when they have guns is absurd. It shouldn't be that way. Um, and unfortunately, not every state is the same. You look at a great state like New Hampshire, where you want a gun, go get a fucking gun. Uh, but in other states, much more difficult. And that's unfortunate. But until more of the population is armed, and those that are armed are allowed to go where the, gut, where the bad people go, this will continue to be a problem. Chris says hypervigilance for students in class like this would be an utter distraction from their job. Being a student and being a child, they're 18, 19, and 20 years old. Okay. All right. Adapt. You're going to have to. You don't have a choice. You're you're literally playing Russian roulette if people are uh, at this, because that's this is the game that's in front of them. If you're playing Monopoly, you play with a fucking token. You can't come up. This is a horrible analogy. Don't even know why I went down the road of Monopoly. Don't know why that. Typically, I would go with Hitler. Jesus. All right. Ryan says impossible to police guns. Bad guys will always have access to weapons, mental health from the ground up, and it will take decades and a new generation. Yes. And until then, we need to defend ourselves. That's what I feel. You can't just sit around and wait and hope it gets figured out. Got to be ready and willing to shoot somebody in the fucking head when they try to shoot up a school. All right. Rant over. Rant over. Thank you for putting up with me. You're not going to believe this. Guess what I got to go do? I got to go tinkle. My dick's broken, my dick's broken, I got a broken dick, yeah, 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 yeah. Maureen makes a great point. She says, between his back hurting and his pee problems, I'm afraid our old pal Eric Zane is going to be so uncomfortable on that plane. Mm -mm -mm. I should stop drinking water now. Just saw something on Facebook that caught my attention. 
This is a national, it isn't like a um, centric to one particular region. It isn't like a Philadelphia-based blog or anything like that. It's just called Sports Dumpster. And they ask, who is the greatest offensive football player to never reach the Super Bowl? Now, I'm not asking you yet. I don't want you to put who you think yet. But their choices for this were Chris Carter, Tony Gonzalez, Andre Johnson, uh, Warren Moon, Carson Palmer, Adrian Peterson, Philip Rivers, Ladanian Tomlinson, someone else, and Barry Sanders. Talk about something that it sticks out such an incredible amount. I said, well, that has to be Barry Sanders, without a doubt. So you got people from all different parts of the world weighing in. And I'm not kidding you. Like every single one of them say Barry Sanders. Kyle says, did it mention Marino? No, Marino did go to a Super Bowl. Didn't he? Did Dan Marino go to the Super Bowl? It says he was never on a Super Bowl winning team. He went to one Super Bowl. 1985. He might have been a rookie then. (laughs) Excuse me. So, it's remarkable. I mean, everybody says the same thing. Barry, Barry, Barry. This person wrote, um, Barry and what the Lions did to his career is surely a crime against humanity. He was 29 years old and just finished like another massive year where he rushed for like incredible amount. And typically it's described as uh, a running back. Once they hit 30, they're done. I don't think that that would have been the case with Barry. I think he could like still be playing now when he's 50. Just ridiculous. They said that uh, one of the comments was he's the only player that he's better in real life than he was uh, if you built up a player on a video game. Holy shit. Cole says O.J. Simpson. Yeah, I would say that that's a pretty good uh, one there, too. O.J. Simpson was an absolute beast. Have you ever seen an O.J. Simpson highlight reel? Oh, my God. The guy was absolutely a fucking stud. Have you ever seen such a useful... People forget how great of a football player O.J. Simpson was. Hey, Twitter world, it's yours truly. If I'm not slaughtering my bitch. Look at this thing. Yeah, right. Like that works. People have completely overlooked the fact now that he was clearly the best running back of the 70s. Look at this dude. Look at those giant pads he's wearing. He's the best running back at a time when the most important part of the offensive game is running the football. 
I think you could easily argue that OJ Simpson is the most valuable player of the 70s for the entire- Look at this guy. Every time he ran the ball, it was almost like the Bills equivalent of throwing the ball deep. It might not work, but if you made a mistake, they would score. You know, when you're fresh in the game, early in the game, you got a lot on your mind. You're thinking of the game plans. You're thinking of things that you saw. Thinking about killing my wife. You've been watching it on film all week. As the game goes on, you get tired and you stop thinking so much and you start reacting. Like I reacted when I buried that fucking sword in Goldman's neck. It's like putting things in that computer. You just push a button, you get the ball, and you go. Like I went go down the street after I murdered those two people. I've seen footage of OJ Simpson running the football dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of times, and I can't, for the life of me, even remember the number of the guy handing him the ball. Jesus Christ. Hey, Twitter world. They should um, they should have like an old timers game and bring all the players back that they actually do have to compete against each other. Be the worst thing ever, but it might be fun to watch. <laughs> Rob says, imagine OJ on steroids. He would have killed people. Oh, wait. Who's the best convicted felon to not play in the Super Bowl? I don't know. Did Aaron Hernandez play in a Super Bowl? He might have. Uh, Ray Carruth. Remember that one? Oh, my God. Ray Carruth. I think he played for uh, Carolina. And uh, his his wife, wife or girlfriend, had his baby. And then he's like, hey, baby, uh, we're going to take two cars to wherever we're going. Okay. Yeah, yeah just follow me. And then all of a sudden, uh, they're on the road, and he, he puts on the brakes. There's no one around. She's like, oh, why is Ray stopping? Holy shit. And then Soprano style, a couple cars pull up, shoot her car full of lead. She's shot multiple times. She's got Ray's baby in her, in her belly. And uh, help arrives, and she's like, Ray shot me. This is Ray Carruth. He shot me. The baby, the kid lived uh, uh, badly brain damaged. I, I think there was, yeah, it was definitely brain damage to the kid. Um, but they were worried about that kid dying. And she ended up dying. Uh, Ray is now out. And I think he has a relationship with the kid. There's an article, the boy Ray Carruth could not kill is now a young man graduating from a North Carolina high school. I got to see this. Audio check, video check. Yeah, I think he's a little Let fucked me up. Um, me. Here I come. Shit. God knows what the hell's wrong with him. Always a milestone moment, but this weekend it's also going to be a moment we didn't know we'd this ever. This is like a year and a half ago. When Chancellor Lee Adams was born, doctors didn't think he'd survive. He is what many would call a miracle. 
If you don't already know Chancellor's story, his mother, Sharika Adams, was pregnant with him when she was shot four times. The shooter was a hitman hired by Chancellor's father, former Carolina Panther Ray Carruth. Sharika mustered up the strength somehow to call 911, and she lived long enough to give birth to Chancellor before she died. The shooting caused Chancellor to have permanent brain damage and cerebral palsy, but he has persevered, and this weekend he graduates from Vance High School. WBTV Steve Crump sat down wow. with him and his grandmother Sandra to talk about the hurdles he's had to overcome. I'm gonna kill that motherfucker! Chancellor, how you feeling? Yeah. Really good. Yeah. I have seen Chancellor's um, determination, how he persists through things, his resilience in overcoming so many of the odds. I just couldn't be prouder because Chancellor Lee has really earned all the accolades and credits that he's receiving because he, he really put in a lot of the a lot of hard work. Always smiling, right? We're going to have that full story for you tomorrow night. Oh, shit. Steve will tell us. About I wanted the whole story. They've received from Sharika Spirit and what they. There's heard. Ray. That's Ray getting out of prison. Caruth. Again, that's tomorrow night right here at 730. Why are 93% of sleep? Ah! <sighs> so loud. Yeah, I cannot imagine, like, uh, I cannot imagine, like, they're, I mean, if you're the kid, you'd want to murder that guy. Uh, let me ask this question. Does Ray Caruth see his son? Uh, oh, boy. Says he reached out to him. I bet that would be terrible. Wants to reunite with his son. Oh, you, you, you tried to kill him. If I'm grandma, I'm like, okay. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to give you uh, a fucking knife. And then you bury it in his head. You know, or when he sleeps, you slash his throat or something. This guy, and you get him off. This guy killed your mother. He killed your mom. Oh, my God. You never saw your mom. He tried to kill you. Oh, my God. Nikki says, how is that twat waffle out of prison? Yeah, I don't know how he ever got out of prison. How is that even possible? He was still a young man when he got out of prison. Brandis says, did you uh, say why he tried to murder her? Did I miss that part? Uh, I, I don't I don't know. I think because he didn't want a, uh, a child. I think that that's what I remember because I remember when that happened because after he took off, he was a wanted man and they found him, I think, in the state of Tennessee in the trunk of someone's car with like a bottle that one bottle he was drinking water out of and another bottle he was peeing in, kind of like me on this show. Chris says, hey, little fella, remember me? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, wait, you weren't born yet when I tried to kill you. Corey says, Ray Carruth to his son, quote, what? You're still hung up on that? 
If I'm the talk about the grandma there, uh, Sharika Adams' mother, um, her just you know focusing on the kid getting through high school with such a positive uh, outlook. I would have started it by saying, let me just say before I say nice things about my sweet uh, grandson, uh, if I see Ray Carruth, I'm going to kill him. Have you ever done that? Have you ever fantasized about if you were put in a spot where someone harmed a family member, how it would take, it would be so difficult to not get that selfish revenge and to make them suffer. I don't know how grandma does that. Knowing that Ray is out. I would like, you want to see a fucking hitman in action? I'm going to hire a hitman. Uh, Kenny references the film, a time to kill. Blue state. Rob says we all have thought that. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget about tag accounting. Tax season is now. Skip doing the taxes. Skip wondering if you're doing it right. Skip buying expensive program that you're going to end up doing it wrong. Uh, Have a trained, hired, certified public accountant do it for you. Get you your money back quicker, directly into your account. Before you know it, boom. Taxes done right. You don't have a fear in the world. No problem. No muss. <clears throat> no fuss. 616-301-9516 for tag accounting and tax services. One of my sponsors that's open to everyone in the listening audience, no matter where you are. 616-301-9516. Please mention my name. Closer to home in West Michigan, if you want flooring installed, call upon Bennett Flooring Installation. 616-318-0167. That's 616-318-0167. Thank you, Bennett Flooring Installation. The flooring that I want you to install, get it at Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Damn it. Sorry. I'm an absolute mess today. Uh, The lowest price ever anywhere for flooring. I can promise you that they buy it in bulk, set it up and then sell the pile away. All the best brands, best selling products you can imagine under one roof on Chicago drive behind the little Caesars in Granville, Michigan. Mention my name, save 10% on top of the already lowest price you will find anywhere. I promise Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV. Six one six five three two six six hundred, and that's E R Vines, E R Vines for Irvines. Love them. Thank you so much. And I'm telling you, the expert service that you get from them is something that I talk about on the show. But go check out their Google reviews, which they continue to add more and more to them. Typically, when you have so many Google reviews, your averages will tend to go down. But they're still right in the five-star range. Well done, Irvines, and they display it proudly at the top of their website, ervines.com. Call them, 616-532-6600. Yesterday's asshole of the day was Kenny for his racist outburst. 
The Asshole of the Day is brought to you by TC Paintball. Hmm. What did we talk about today? Um, we went back in time for some golden oldie bits. That was kind of fun. <clears throat> Before somebody lost his mind. The absolute disaster pain pile that I'm in right now. You know, it's just because we talked about it. And just for shits and giggles, it's got to be Ray Carruth. Are you serious? There you go. That is your asshole of the day. And that is a week for your old pal Eric Zane. And the asshole of the day brought to you, of course, by TC Paintball. Thank you for being here. Uh, enjoy the best of. I should say, not the best of. I have, I'm posting a Not the Best of show Thursday, Friday, Monday on the free platform. And I have a segment that I'm debuting on the Patreon called While I'm Away. And that starts like now. I just posted it. It went live at 10.01 Eastern Time. And then I'll have that same thing Friday, Thursday, Friday, and Monday. I do want you to check that out if you're on Patreon. It's a lot of fun. So there you go. See how simple that is? I worked ahead. You know? You can just schedule it on the platform. That's how simple it is. Which is what makes it even more of a mystery as to why Free Beer and Hot Wings don't schedule the Free Beer and Hot Wings show made available for people who pay for that. I, I just don't get it. It's an easy five-minute job. Five minutes. Okay. Thank you, folks. I'll talk to you in a few days. Till next time. Bye-bye.